What's up, everybody? It's your boy, 17, a.k.a. Ethan Truman, a.k.a. Rap Game Elvis, a.k.a. The Boy Who Cried Wolf, but there really was a wolf, a.k.a. Sad Boy Seth, a.k.a. Kicks Game Elvis, a.k.a. When I think of more shit, I'll have some more for you, huh? Okay, listen. I'm in a really good mood because it's... I'm usually in a good mood regardless, actually. Um, but it is... Friday Is it Friday? Yes, it's Friday. I work Monday through Thursday, okay? I work overnights. So, I wanted to bring this podcast, a little update on my first full, you know, kind of two weeks at my job, two weeks in a new town, you know what I'm saying? And I'm driving right now, so you're going to, you might hear the road in the background once again, but that's really my favorite time to pod, if you will. But, uh... That's what we're doing, man. Yeah, so I, I wanted to bring you guys a full recap of my first two weeks in a new town, my first two weeks at the job, and um, just kind of let you guys know how I'm doing because that's what this podcast is about. And those of you that do listen are actually the people that care how I'm doing or somebody that randomly stumbled upon this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Pocket Casts or Breaker or whatever you're listening to this on. So first off, shouts out to you guys, all of you, love you. Even if I don't know you, I love you because you're listening to this and you haven't turned me off yet. And uh, those that have turned me off, well, you know what? We, I still, I still love you guys, okay? Because you'll come around eventually. But anyways, all right. It's been, uh, let's just get right into it, man. It's been a solid two full weeks. Now, I'm going to do this weekly, but I'm still setting up my apartment, and with the job and setting up my apartment, it's just moving everything and setting up everything. It's just been a little bit of a hassle. You guys know if you've moved before, if you're really young and you haven't moved yet, or if you still live with your parents or something like that, no shame in that. I mean, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, save that money while you can, bro. Pay off your credit cards, okay? Listen, don't get credit cards if you haven't yet, but if you have, pay them off and, and just make sure you got the the lowest possible, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The lowest possible debt when you do move out expenses when you do move out. That's the word I was looking for, expenses. The lowest possible expenses when you do move out. So I'm just saying, do that. But listen, those of you that have moved before, you know it can be a stressful process. It takes a solid two, three, four weeks to get everything really like set up, hung up, uh, get, like get your all your bills set up and everything coming in and going smoothly and running smoothly, operating super smoothly with the whole you know situation. So that's what I'm going through right now. But I did want to hop on here for now because it's been like two weeks since episode two. So here's episode three. Pretty much, I like the new town I'm in. You always really do like the. I mean, if you're kind of like a Rolling Stone like me. It's not really a good thing to be, especially if you do it like by yourself and shit. But, um, you know, I do like the new talent. And what I was saying is, I get off topic a lot because I have a really bad memory, guys. So just, I just want to apologize beforehand for that. If I say something and then I like sidetrack and then I never get back to it, it's because I forgot about it. But anyways, um, what was I just saying? 
See what I'm saying? Fuck. Uh, I don't. I really look. I was just talking about that, and I don't remember what I was talking about. So, anyways, I'm gonna listen back to this and be like, "What an idiot, dude!" But no, listen. Um, when you do move into a new town, it's exciting, and it really don't matter where you go. You could go to some random country town with that has like one pump gas station and like a four-way stop sign and that's it but when you move to a new town it's kind of exciting because you're like ooh, like nobody here knows me nobody here knows even my name you know i can pretty much restart and be whoever i want to be i'm not restarting and being whoever i want to be i'm still me but that's that's how i feel so as for now i really like the town and uh i like the area i'm in my job is all right, man. I work at a distribution center and, uh, you know, I, listen, I don't have a college degree and I'm really good at distribution center jobs because I'm like physically fit and really motivated and I'm super antsy so it makes me move quick and I like physical labor like that. Uh, at least right now, I know when I turn like 45, I'm going to be like, oh, my back and my knees. But until then, you know what I'm saying? I try to take every precaution and lift things properly. I know a lot of people that are like fit and whatnot think they can just throw this big 80 pound box. Like, oh, that ain't nothing. I can pick it up. Trying to be like macho man and whatnot. Me, I literally do like squat down, lift with my legs and not my lower back. And really just try to implement all the safety procedures that might seem corny. But I know it's going to save me in the long run. So it's worth an extra second and a half. You know what I'm saying? But I'm working a distribution center job. It pays pretty well for somebody that doesn't have a college degree. You know, I'm say, I'm making 17.10 on the hour right now, and uh, they're allowing us to have some overtime, which is super dope. Uh, a lot of distribution centers won't allow you to have overtime unless it's like their peak season. And so right now we're going through peak season, and um, this seems like a place and it's definitely a company that can afford the overtime so uh seems like a place that's going to allow me to have some overtime opportunities which is great because for those of you that don't know anytime you go over 40 hours with most businesses it's time and a half what that means is if you're making 1710 after you go over 40 hours for the week every hour after that is 1710 plus half of that that's time and a half is what that is. If you knew that, cool. I'm just saying this for the people that might not know it. Um, so yeah, essentially I'd be making like uh, 17, what's uh, 1710 divided by two would be uh, essentially like eight, let's see, 850 is 17. Yeah, 855. So 855 on top of 1710 is like pretty much close to $26. So after 40 hours, Every hour that I work after 40 hours, I'll be making 26 bucks an hour, which is super clutch, and that racks up quick, which is really helpful right now because your boy is broke. Um, I'm not ashamed to say that and whatnot. You know, I'm restarting. You're supposed to be broke. Maybe you're not supposed to be. You probably should have handled your finances a little bit better in uh, your earlier stages of life or in the past couple of years. So that way, when you do restart, it's ideal that you have a decent amount of money put back but if you if you don't then you don't then you just gotta roll with it man so that's what i'm doing and uh yeah the overtime is clutch because yeah I, I'm, I'm i'm working i'll be working five six days a week but the money will be good to help me pay off my uh, uh debt that i do have while 
still working on things that I want to work on and while still having time for my personal life and the things that I actually like to do, like make this podcast or make uh, vlogs, which is what I started. Um, so if you're listening to this, I'm probably current because I think I'm going to post this tonight, but I'm probably currently editing the week vlog and um, going to post it to my YouTube and my YouTube is 17 music. So if you can't find me by typing in 17 space music in YouTube, type in 17 space music, Indiana, and then you'll probably find me and you'll see, I got a bunch of vlogs on there where I, um, I, just some random like day to day vlogs. I got some random, like breaking down the bars of hip hop lyricism and my, some of my favorite tracks and like what they mean by certain words that they're saying. I got some uh, videos like that. I got some of my own music on there. I got just kind of like a plethora of different things, if you will. And that just kind of shows you all of my different interests and my creative abilities, I guess. So, um, yeah, what was my point in even saying, bringing up my YouTube? Oh, the vlog. So, listen, yeah, by the time you're listening to this, I'm probably halfway through editing, if not finishing up editing the vlog, and also going to try to post that this weekend. Today is October, October, not October, November 15th, I think. Um, so yeah, Friday, November 15th. And uh, yeah, I, I really want to get that vlog posted because I got quite a bit of footage. And it's literally the footage from me moving into the point up to right about now, which is, you know, the first week I was sleeping on the floor, sitting on the floor, eating on the floor, not eating off the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like sitting on the floor and like, you know, scooping, you, you know, I got my plate, whatever. You know what? Never mind. I just, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have like any furniture. I still don't have any furniture, but I do have my bed. Now, I wasn't sleeping on the floor because I didn't have a bed. I was sleeping on the floor because when I moved here, I didn't have the money to um, get a trailer to drag my bed all the way to this new town. So I pretty much had to just roll with whatever I could throw in my car. And, you know, unfortunately, that's not a mattress. But I did have, you know, the essentials, what I needed. So... You're going to see all of that in the vlog. So, yeah, the past two weeks, I'll just say, you know, I had a, 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 a little bit of a rough time the first week because I had, well, first week and a half, really, I had, like, no money. Literally, my card got declined for a 10-piece nugget at Wendy's. Listen, this kind of stuff happens to a lot of people, all right? It might not happen when you're 26 years old, but... When I listen back to this podcast in 10 years, I'm going to be like, dang, I remember when my car got declined for a 10-piece nugget at Wendy's when I was 26 years old and moved to a new town again. That was some shit right there. Now look at me. I really feel like this is going to be one of those times. So I'm not ashamed to say, yeah, my car got declined for a 10-piece nugget at Wendy's, bro. What? Whatever. Okay? Listen. And, and here's the thing. I don't even eat fast food. Literally, I don't eat fast food, like, hardly ever. I, like, before that 10-piece nugget at Wendy's, and the only reason I got 10-piece nugget at Wendy's is because all of social media was like, oh, they brought back the spicy nuggets. I'm like, you know what, let me let me try these spicy nuggets, bro. They can't be that good. And they're pretty damn good, I, I will say that. But they were spicy. Boy, don't like spicy that much. 
and I couldn't afford to drink, so I had a bottle of water, luckily, in the car. Um, so yeah, I really don't eat um, fast food like that. But I grabbed a 10-piece nugget, my card got declined. Luckily, I had like six bucks in my wallet. I could have swore I had $27 in my account. I don't want to talk about my funds as much because you guys are probably like, damn, he's a lame ass. But I ain't ashamed. So luckily I had like six bucks in my wallet. I was like, oh yeah, it's probably, you know, there's a new card. You know how you pull, like when your card gets declined, you pull the, oh yeah, it's a new card, you know, or, oh, I'm, I'm out of town. I just moved. That's probably why it's not accepting it. You know, it's probably thinking that I, it's some fraud or something. No, bro. Like you're just broke. Okay. Everybody that has worked any kind of retail job like that or any fast food job or anything like that. Hold on. Sorry, I was counting out that I just went over a big patch of like potholes. So, um, yeah, anybody that's worked a job like that, when you hit them with the, oh, it's probably just my blah, blah, blah. We, we know you're just broke, bro. It's all right. It's okay. Cause we all have moments like this. We just don't like to talk about them, but here I am talking about it. So yeah, that was that. And you know what? It wasn't even that big of a deal. I, I literally wasn't even stressing. I like when, when it swiped and she was like, yo, it's not going through. Let me try again. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, you don't got to try again. Like, you know, you don't got to tell me I'm broke twice, but go for it. So she tried again. She's like, yo, hold on. Let me get my manager. I'm like, listen, you don't need to get your manager to tell me I'm broke. I can see it twice. I don't need to see it a third time by somebody, you know, that's more superior than you. So uh, I was like, oh, no, I just pay cash. Don't worry about it. So that's what I did, you know. And uh, yeah, like, but at the same time. I wasn't even tripping. Like, I wasn't even like, oh, man, I'm so broke, bro. I don't feel like that because it's all just a part of the process. Like, this is like, no, it's not ideal to, oh, man, there's a cop behind me and my license plate is expired. Please, dude, I'm going to the BMV right now. Please don't pull behind me. Hold on. He's in the left lane. Sorry, guys. This is a moment of silence keep going. Do not look at my plate, buddy. Keep going. Thank you, sir. He's staring right at me while he drives past. Probably radio and his other officers. Yeah, I got a, I got a fuck boy here with an expired plate. Go ahead and pull him over in the next two exits. I sure hope not. But anyways, I'm going to stay right here in the right lane. Now I'm sidetracked. Camera what I was talking about. Um, yeah. So anyways, what I was saying was it's all part of the process. It's not ideal to have hardly any money, but if you do have hardly any money, there's no sense in dwelling on it because, or at least this is my thought process, because it's only temporary for one, and for two, it's just paper. So it's it's things that like are important, but in the big scheme of things, as long as you got other things that you need to survive, you're good, bro. People have it way worse. People literally don't have any money for food, don't have any shelter. People are homeless and whatnot. But look, I got an apartment, a nice apartment. Um, you know, I got, it's it's heated for the winter time, cool. I got enough food in the fridge to get me by. I bought like some, you know, some stuff for sandwiches and some ground beef and, you know, some chicken with the money that I did have when I moved there. So that way I could like cook meals that would last a long time trying to play it smart. Um, but I just broke down and hit that fast food thing because I knew it was going to be super cheap and I was on my way to work and I was like, man, I forgot I haven't eaten yet today. I need to eat before work. Cause it's going to be five hours before we get a break. 
I, you know, I gotta get something in my stomach, especially for like the physical labor that we're gonna be doing. I'm gonna be burning these calories and not consuming any beforehand, which is not a good deal because then you start burning muscle instead of fat. But I just, I just knew I needed to eat something. So yeah, that's the whole story behind that. But let's get off that. So I got, I, I got the essentials. You know what I'm saying? I got blankets to keep me warm. Yeah. So what? I had to sleep on the floor for like a week. Literally not a big deal. You just stack like seven blankets and it feels kind of like a half-ass mattress. It's not that deep. But um, then the good old direct deposit first check dropped. And, you know, granted, it was only like a week and two days. It was like two days of orientation and then a first full week of work. So it was like $723. And I'm like, bad, dude. Got my bed moved up there. Got uh, some more food. Uh, I was able to pay my car payment that, you know, might have been 10 days late. But we got it paid, bud. Don't you worry. We had a little grace period. That's what that's for. And now we're smooth sailing. I know you're thinking, bro, $400 is not smooth sailing. And I'm thinking, well, you're wrong. Because there's people that are that are rolling with $50 in their bank account and are like, all right, I'm good for the next two weeks. So me having $400, well, I'm good for you now. And the cool thing about my apartment complex, listen to this, dude. This is one of the main reasons I signed the lease at this place as opposed to another place. This place was running a deal for Black Friday, which, mind you, hasn't even happened yet. They were running a deal for Black Friday. I got $500 off my first full month rent. So, this month that I moved in, I moved in like a week into the first month, so the rent was prorated. What that means is they have to like guesstimate your rent because it's not a full month that you're living there, so they're not gonna charge you a full month. So because it was prorated, it doesn't come off this month. It comes off December. So in December, I get $500 off rent. Now, that's like that's pretty much like 230 bucks for rent for a whole month. So that is super clutch for me. And on top of that, I didn't have to pay a deposit, which can be seen as a good or a bad thing. Good because you don't have to drop the $250 or the $500 or the $700 or whatever the deposit is at the place. You don't have to drop it right up front. So they didn't make me pay. Ooh, big potholes again. They didn't make me pay that deposit, which was clutch. And on top of that, they said they're giving me a $500 Visa gift card. I'm like, huh? Hey, like what? It, as if it wasn't enough to give me $500 off, no deposit. They're giving me a $500 Visa gift card. I haven't got it yet, but once I do, your boy's gonna buy a washer and dryer because for now you gotta go to the laundromat or you gotta do whatever you gotta do to wash your clothes. And you know, uh, $500 could probably get me a nice washer and dryer. And that's what I'm gonna spend that on instead of spending it on some dumb shit like new clothes or a couple pairs of shoes or something like that, like I would have two years ago. I'm gonna spend it on a washer and dryer, man. You know, I don't have a couch yet. So, I, you know, I, I was trying to think, ooh, should I, get a, should I get a couch or should I get a washer and dryer? But then I was trying to be smart again. I was thinking, you know what? I need to wash my clothes more than I need to comfortably sit on a couch and look at a TV that I don't have like cable or anything for. 
you know, I don't even really watch TV unless it's like Netflix, and I don't really don't even be watching Netflix that much. The only time I do watch Netflix is when like a show gets a lot of hype on the internet, and I'm like, all right, let me check this out. But other than that, actually come to think of it, I'm pretty sure my Netflix account is deactivated now because I didn't make the monthly payment. Um, but it's fine. It's and the, the reason I didn't make the monthly payment is because. I, I had to get my card switched up. I know it sounds like I'm making excuses. I'm not. This is true. And I didn't have the money for it. But I I had my card, my bank account got hacked and my card information got taken. So I had to order a new card and ordering a new card, my other card was hooked to Netflix. So once Netflix tried to charge that card and they couldn't charge that card, it deactivated my account. So I say all this to say it's smarter to get a washer and dryer than a couch at the moment. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm going to do with that $500 Visa card when they do give it to me. She said she's working on it. And I was like, okay. But I'm not really tripping right now because that direct first direct deposit week check hit. And I'm cool. And I got enough money to get me by. I got enough money to get food, put food in the fridge, put food on my plate. That's really all that matters. You got food, clean water, a, a roof over your head, and some blankets. You're golden, bro. And at this moment in time, I am golden. Um, eventually, what I'd like to do on top of pay off my debt is I'd like to buy an iMac. I have a MacBook. I'm a big Apple person. I have a MacBook, but my MacBook I've had since 2012, and it's just it's been through the rain, bro this MacBook, I take very good care of it, but it's, it's seen its better days as far as the operating processor, I guess, is what they would say. Like, it doesn't work as fast as it used to, and I, we, we've cleared it, me and my buddy that is good with computers, he's helped me clear it and clean it up and everything, and you know, it runs smoothly for like a month and a half, two months, but then it starts like messing up a little bit, so because of that, I want to get a Mac, an iMac, and I really want, I've always wanted like a big home computer to work on, to, to do my video editing on. So I want to get an iMac. Um, so maybe with one of my overtime checks, I'll be able to get that iMac. That way I can bring my vlogs to life, really, if you will, um, with new editing techniques and some really cool, interesting, creative shit that I'm going to learn through a new editing software, Adobe Premiere Pro is what I want. Um, but I really want to learn that. And, you know, that's I, I, that's pretty much like what my first week and a half has been like. I got, I got my bed set up. You know, that was a little bit of a stressor because um, I'm not really a handyman. So putting together the footboard and the headboard and the, the frame of the bed kind of, I don't have a drill and you, you kind of needed one, but I just used a screwdriver and was just like, you know what I mean? Just tightening the hell out of it. And you know, I, I did what I could, you know, I'm going to be honest, honesty goes a long way and I'm going to be honest with you. It's not put together very well. Okay. But that's all right. Because I mean, it might be put together fine. It works. All right. It's working. We're good. It's, it's pretty damn tight. It could be tightened a little bit more, but I don't have a drill. And, you know, that's that's it's going to do just fine. All right. I'm not worried about it. I got my bed set up. Got a little bit of money to get more food. Got my car payment paid. Got my credit card uh, payment paid. And um, 
The thing that's a little bit frustrating right now, but I'm not gonna stress about it too much, is the fact that I do have a speeding ticket I need to pay from like a month ago, okay? You get two months to pay it. So that's gonna be $200 with the deferral program uh, that wipes it off your record. So I got that to pay. Uh, my license plate, as my license, uh, as, as I stated earlier with the cop driving by me, my license plate expired yesterday. I uh, gotta go get my new plates, which is gonna be probably approximately $180. So there's pretty much all the money I got right now. Um, so that does suck. But uh, all I gotta do is sell a few items on eBay. And, and really that this flipping thing that I do, man, has been saving my ass, I gotta say. Sometimes I look back at myself and what I've done in the past year, and I just thank myself. <laughs> so I'm really glad that I got into this flipping thing and kind of, kind of learned the ropes of it uh, over the past 12 months pretty decently. I only use two sites, and that's that's just eBay, two platforms I guess, and that's eBay and Mercari right now. Sometimes on like Facebook Marketplace, but I don't really have a lot of luck with that. So I stick to eBay and Mercari. So all I got to do is sell a couple of items and uh, that'll get me gas and food and everything until my next check drops and then things should start really running smooth. And uh, yeah, so once I pay those two things and get those knocked out, then I'll prop. And honestly, I could probably put the speeding ticket off for another two weeks till I get my next check. I'm going to double check on the date on it. But uh, once I get that, then... You know, if honestly, if I could put that back for the next two weeks, that'll kind of make me feel a little more comfortable having a little bit more money. And then uh, once that next check drops, I should be running smoothly. And, you know, then then the rent and everything is going to start rolling in. But luckily, it's just perfect that this apartment complex gave me that much of a break on my December rent because that's Christmas time. And had they not given me that big of a break with me moving to a new town and starting a new job and whatnot, I probably wouldn't have been able to get my family or friends any Christmas presents, which would have really been kind of like, they would have understood and every, my, my friends never expect anything, but I'm just like a giving dude, you know what I'm saying? I don't want anything from my friends, but it just like surprises them every year when I get them something or when I send them something out of nowhere. And it just makes me so happy, dude. Like literally last Christmas, I, I I sent my, 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 I call them my brothers. And that's just because they're so close friends to me that they might as well be my brothers. And, uh, last year I sent my brother Jody who lives in, uh, Torrance, California. Uh, I sent him a watch and I, my, my theme last year was I got all my boys watches pretty much. So I got, I sent Jody a nice watch. He was like ecstatic. I uh, got my buddy Richard a watch, and I got Richard this Eagles crew neck that was super like dope, and it was vintage, and I actually got it at the Goodwill, which was super dope, and I told him, you know, obviously it wasn't brand new, but it was dope because it was rare and vintage, and like you couldn't find something like that, and I could have sold it like on eBay for, I don't know, 40 bucks or something like that, but me and Richie are big Eagles fans and so I just thought it was super dope and it was his size and I'm like yo I gotta give this to Richard for Christmas and it was so cool and he loved it and I got his girlfriend who I love dearly Morgan Shingleton I got her uh, 
an eyeshadow palette and um, I was just super honestly I was just just their like how excited they got to open it they were so happy so hype and they, like they just didn't expect it you know I called them over to my apartment at the time and said yo um, come over for a little friends Christmas gathering you know we don't got to exchange gifts or nothing just come over and then when they got there I was like yo so you got you something and like because I don't want them to feel like they got to get me anything you know I don't want nothing I really don't I know people say that I really don't want anything I just love getting people stuff because I love seeing people happy man I really do and that makes me and it makes me so excited I don't care how corny that sounds or whatever it really does make me so excited and then me, Richard, and Morgan. I also got my friend Blake a watch, uh, and I got my friend Levi a watch. And yeah, that like watches are my thing, you know what I'm saying? But after that, that night, me, Richard, and Morgan just chilled in my apartment with my uh, basset hound dog Marty. We just chilled in my apartment and we played dominoes. And they're like dominoes. I'm like, yeah, let me show you. And this is the way my grandma taught me to play dominoes. They're like, all right. So I pulled out the dominoes and I showed them how like we play and whatnot. And we literally played till 3 a.m. and just had a blast. And they had to get up at like 7 a.m. and leave and drive back to, I think they were living in Florida. Sorry uh, for the random break right here in this part of the podcast. My phone just like stopped recording for some reason. Um... But anyways, what I was saying is, I think they were living in Florida at the time, maybe Georgia. That's where they live now. Um, but I don't know. Anyways, regardless, they had to leave at like 7 a.m. the next morning, but we were playing dominoes to like three because they didn't think it was going to be that fun. And it actually ended up being a blast. I was trying to tell them like, listen, I know this seems goofy. I know it seems like old like old people play dominoes or like what the hell like i'm not playing no dominoes but this is gonna be fun as hell and it turned out to be super fun and they loved it so anyways to keep that story a lot shorter than it already is and needs to be um we just we played dominoes till like 3 a.m bro and like it was just a blast so that's what i'm saying thankfully my apartment complex it gave me this crazy deal and the universe or whoever is in charge of our lives just happened to gift me this uh, break in life, you know, because I don't know how I was going to do it, but I was going to do it. And, and the fact that like, while I'm down on my ass, have hardly any money, land a new job, in this new town, got to move to the new town, um, and, and, and like, you know, I just, I don't know, bro, like, moving away from home again, and just like, I, this time, I didn't have a cushion to, like, fall back on, I didn't have a lot of money to fall back on, and I was kind of tripping, like, oh, man, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm low right now. I don't know how I'm going to like get food for the next month, you know, like, cause it's going to take three weeks to get even a half of a check. You know what I'm saying? Like, and dude, lo and behold, it, it, my, my personal belief is because of the good energy that I put out into the universe 
that's what finally came back around because that's how shit works is that I put out that good energy and like when I needed it most, man, when I was down on my ass, I need to reiterate that, when I was down on my ass and really needed a break, I got one. And I'm signing for this apartment and she's telling me I'm getting $500 off my first month of rent. I don't have to pay a uh, fucking deposit. Uh, I get a $500 Visa gift card. Like she could have just stopped at you don't have to pay a deposit. And that would have been so much of a help. But she didn't. She said, no deposit, $500 off. And I'm like, damn. And then she hit me with that $500 Visa gift card. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, and you just got like, those of you that are like super religious, you just got to thank God. And, and for me, like, I'm not necessarily a religious person. I don't really like, you know, disbelieve. I'm just, I guess I'm more of a spiritual person, I guess you would say. But to me, it's just like, that's that's good karma coming back to me. That's the universe coming back to me. That's everything you put out is going to come back. Whether you put out good, good is going to come back. If you put out bad, bad is going to come back. It's, it's just how shit works, you know? And, and to me, I must have done something good throughout the past year or enough good throughout the past year that it was my turn to get a little bit of that energy back. And that shit just means the world to me. And like, just the fact that I could do that um, that, that I got that much of a break on rent and everything allows me now to have enough money to get my friends and my family Christmas gifts. Like I don't ever get them nothing too extravagant. And this year I probably won't be able to have like, you know, friends for Christmas. Cause obviously I don't live back home in that, in my hometown no more. Um, and they're not going to want to like come where I'm living. Cause that's quite a drive for them. But, uh, hold on, this semi is tripping me out. I hate driving around semis, just a side note, because you don't know how long they've been on the road, and these dudes could be, like, half asleep at the wheel, you know what I'm saying? These guys travel cross-country. My dad used to be a semi-truck driver. Um, anyways, what was I saying? See, there I go my memory again. Damn it. Um, oh, yeah, Christmas and, and shit. But, yeah, like, now I can get my family and friends Christmas, and um, they're not going to want to obviously travel all the way to where I'm living now in this new place, but I still will be able to get them something. And that still means the world to me. And on top of that, I only get one day off a year from this job. Not one day off a year. We get one, they're, they're closed one day a year. I'll say that. that. That's what I meant. And it's Christmas day, right? So that's good. Okay. Bad thing is I work 6 p.m. to 4 a.m. And the thing is, so I'll be working Christmas Eve, 6 p.m. Well, I'm getting off at 4 a.m. Christmas. So I won't be able to drive home, you know? Like, I can't drive all the way home at 4 a.m. What? I would die falling asleep. There's no way I can stay awake that long. Through the morning? Like, no. So I'm going to have to sleep, get up, and then make a long-ass drive home. And maybe we'll, like... Uh, celebrate Christmas the next day or something. I don't know, man. Well, we're going to have to figure out. But anyways, if I can do that, then maybe I could have people over at my mom's house or something or like, I don't know, go to one of their places if everybody's in town. I don't know. We'll figure out something. But I'm just so happy and thankful that I got that break from that apartment complex. Shout out to them. And, uh, you know, 
things are looking up for your boy Sev. Things were never looking down. I want you to know that. I have my moments where I'm like, ugh, man, I'm struggling. I have my moments where I'm like, ugh, man, I'm lonely. But I always keep my head up, bro. Keep your head up, bro. That's what you got to do regardless. Regardless. If you look for the bad, you'll find it. If you look for the good, you'll find it. I've been looking for the good, and look what happened, bro. That's that's how I feel right now. So that's pretty much a wrap-up of my two, two first week and a half, first two weeks at this new town, at this new job, getting on my feet, bro. I'm getting on my feet. I'm not sleeping on the floor no more. We got the bed, like I said. And I'm, you know what I mean? I'm doing well. So I just wanted to, you know, share that with you guys. Hold on. This is going over this bridge. God, these roads are awful. But I just want to share that with you guys. And while I'm on the topic of Richard and Morgan, I want to share something. There's about four or five moments in my life, in my whole life. See, this semi dude, hey, bro, he's halfway over the rumble strips. Let me get past him. I got to focus. Hold on. I'm not very good at multitasking. Other than driving and talking, I can do that. But Okay, anyways, uh... Let me share let me share a story with you guys because there's about four or five moments in my life that I can recall so far that have completely changed my perspective on life itself. And one of those moments, I mean I could name three of them for you right off the top of my head, but I'm just gonna talk about one of them right now. One of those moments I'd like to bring to light since I'm talking about Richard. And it's and it's something that has to do with Richard. And I don't want to bring up like past events or something, you know. But this is important because what happened in this moment in time when we were growing up together as, as best friends really is one of those four or five core moments that changed my perspective on life. It truly did. So just real quick, let me tell you a story. So me and Richard were both, I think he was driving like, he would just drive whatever family member's car he could get. I don't really know that he had a car at the time. But I had this old Pontiac Grand Dam. It really wasn't that old. It was like an 01 or something like that. It was kind of stunting, you know? I got it for like $2,500. It was a steal, I believe. But anyways, that's irrelevant. What I'm trying to tell you is I had this Pontiac Grand Dam. And me and Richard... Hold on. Let me make sure this is still recording because we had issues with this. Okay, yeah. We're still live. We're good. So, I had this Pontiac Grand Dam and... Richard was dating this girl. Let's call her, you know what, we'll just call her by her name. Fuck it. You know, it's nothing, there's nothing wrong. Katie. Richard was dating this girl named Katie. Sorry, Richard, if you hear this and don't want to be reminded of Katie, but at the end of the story, you're going to be happy and not sad, okay? And I'm sure he's long past that. This is like, uh, I don't know. I'm 26 now. Richard's 25. That would mean that we had to have been, I don't know, like 17 probably. I might have been six. Yeah, maybe 16, 16 or 17. So maybe about 10 years ago. So I remember this shit like it was yesterday. Let me tell you the story of how we went to see Katie. Now, Richard was supposed to go see Katie. She lived in, or it might have been junior year of high school now because she lived in St. Louis because she went to St. Louis University College. And he wanted to go see her. Like he was mad head over heels for this girl. 
he wanted to go see her and his brother Robert was in town and Robert was supposed to go to St. Louis the next day and he was going to take Richard to go see her. So Richard made these plans, told her, hey, I'm coming to see you. She's like super excited. They're all hype. And so Richard couldn't drive at the time. So Robert was his way there. And uh, then Robert hits him like that night, the night before and is like, and Richard was with me and he was like super upset. And I'm like, what's up, bro? And he's like, Robert just hit me and let me know that he can't we can't go to St. Louis no more tomorrow because uh, he has to have dinner with somebody important tomorrow here in town. I'm like, damn, dude. He's like, yeah. And we pull up to the Speedway on top of the hill by Honey Creek. Those of you that are local in Terre Haute, you know what Speedway I'm talking about. But we pull up to the Speedway on top of the hill. And like me and Richard just have just do a bunch of weird, funny, goofy stuff. So I had Speedway points. It's like the, the loyalty system there, whatever. You get reward points and whatnot. I had some Speedway points. Like I, I got it. We got like, I don't know, some pops or something and some candy probably. And like I scanned my Speedy Rewards points and then I got my receipt and I walked out. And uh, we're walking out and I look at Rich. And this is just how me and Richard operate. I look at Richard, I was like, all right, I tell you what. And I had like, okay, listen, this Grand Dam wasn't a bad car, but to bet on it making the trip from Terre Haute to St. Louis, which is about three and a half hours, is a bad bet. You don't want to take that bet because it overheated a lot. Uh, you know, there was things that would like drag. The front bumper was dangling a lot. Well, I mean like not a lot, but like the front bumper was like flapping. You know what I'm saying? Like if you hit a bump, it was like scraping real hard on the ground and shit. And it was just... You know, it, to bet on that car making that drive was not a good bet. You, you'd not want to take that bet, okay? You're going to lose. But I was like, I, I surely did not think he would get this. And I said, dude, I tell you what. And I still remember to this day the number. I said, dude, I tell you what. If you guess the last number on my Speedy Rewards points balance, I'll take you to St. Louis right now. Mind you, it's about midnight. He goes, he looks at me, he goes, oh, shit. Uh seven and i look at my fucking receipt and sure enough bro it was a seven i'm like god he's like you're lying i'm like dude look at it he goes are we really going i said oh, well let's pull up his house was maybe like five to ten minutes away i said let's go to your house get a bag together we got to make this shit quick because we got to hit the road he's like dude yes you're the best whatever you know and so like man i'm like oh my gosh we're really about to go to st louis but i'm a man of my word and i said if you guess it i'll take you and he guessed it so i gotta take him whether we're gonna break down halfway there or not we're gonna get through this together you know what i'm saying so i pull up to richard's house i gotta make this story a lot shorter but i'm just hoping that you guys that are listening are actually enjoying this i pull up to richard's house like 12 30 i go inside with him and his family's like yo what's up what's going on because richard's kind of like moving in a hurry he's like we're going to st louis and they're like what and he's like yeah ethan's driving me and then his little brother steven who's probably like 12 13 14 years old at the time it's like can i go and then richard's like no dude and i look at steven and i goes dude i tell you what you can go with us if you fix the light in my car in the, in the next five minutes that richard packs his bag steven's like what are you talking about i was like the dome light in my car that's supposed to be in the ceiling is dangling from the cord it's dangling from the wire and I, I try to shove it back up in there, but I can't get it to stay up in there. If you can get that light to stay up in my ceiling, I like, this is just the kind of bets that I made. Like I, I just, it was goofy stuff. And I should have known that the good guesses or the, or, or the quick work like that ran in the family. But I told Steven, I was like, bro, I tell you what, if you can get that light to stay in the ceiling, you can go with us. 
because I'm sitting here thinking like, bro, Richard's going to be with Katie. I got to, I want somebody to hang out with while he's with Katie, you know? So Steven like sprints out to the car. I don't even know Steven packed a bag of clothes. He sprints out to the car and he might've like threw a shirt or something together <laughs> and he sprints out to the car and sure enough, Richard's like finishing up packing in his bag. We're about to walk out. Steven comes running in the house. He goes, I got it. I was like, no, you did not. Cause me and Richard tried to get that light in the fucking ceiling forever. It was not happening, bro. And Steven comes back in the house and he goes, I got it. And I was like, you're lying. And he goes, dude, I swear. I got it. Go look at it. I was like, all right. So we go outside. Sure enough, that light is popped right back up in that ceiling. That boy, I don't know what he did, but he got that light in that ceiling quick. I'm talking quick, quick. So anyways, I was like, all right, Steven, let's go. And he like threw a shirt or something in a bag, like a fucking Walmart sack. And then we just rolled up to St. Louis, me, Richard, and Steven. And on the way there at 2 a.m., Richard's calling hotel after hotel after hotel, just trying to get us a room last minute because we need somewhere to stay. It's like fucking 2 a.m. We're going to get there at like 3.30 or 4, right? So we finally get one guy. He's like, yeah, it'll be like $85 per night. And we're like, all right, bet. We'll stay two nights. Richard pay one. I pay one. We got it. Because that's about all the money we had at the time. And... Um, so, you know, but don't think that was a quick thing. Richard was calling for like an hour, hotel after hotel after hotel. And they were all like, no, we're booked. Or they were too expensive. We couldn't afford that shit. So finally we found one. Luckily it was literally like a couple blocks from her dorm that she was living in. And we got there. Now we spent, uh, the, I don't know, the first day walking around St. Louis. He was with Katie. I was chilling with Steven. We were all like group walking around, got something to eat, you know. And then the second day, he was with her a lot. And then like he came back to the hotel. Everything was good. And then Richard gets a, a, a phone call. And mind you, he was about to hop in the shower. Hold on, let me take a drink of water. Okay. Richard gets a phone call. And he's like, hey. And I could tell it was Katie. You know how you can tell, like, your boy's talking to his girl on the phone by the way he answers the phone? That I could tell it was Katie, right? And his tone, like, quickly changed. And I'm like, uh-oh. And then by the time he's like, really? Like, right now? Why? What'd I do? Blah, blah, blah. And I just knew, oh, man, she's breaking up with him. What? Like, we drove all this way for nothing? And this dude's about to sit here and, like, be super upset and crying and shit like fuck i don't oh this is gonna be bad and then he hang, he said okay and he hangs up the phone now this dude was head over heels for this girl bro and he hangs up the phone and then he goes and takes a shower and he does what he does he does what he did every single time he took a shower he just starts singing i'm pretty sure he was singing celine dion he he always sang celine dion in the shower for some reason. I, I know this because me and Richard lived together at one point. But anyways, he was just singing like it wasn't nothing, just having a good... I'm just like, wait a second. This dude is like in love with this chick. And he's just going to get broken up with. And, and oh, I, I left out that he, you know, when he was going to the shower, he goes, Katie just broke up with me. And I'm waiting on him to like, you know, say psych or to start crying or something. I don't know. Like, I... I'd never seen him cry up to that point. And, um, you know, <laughs> he just goes in the shower, starts singing. And I was like, yo. And he didn't hear me. I was like, yo. And then he like cracked the door open. He's like, what's up? I was like, you good? He's like, yeah. 
And then he gets out of the shower. He might have still been in the shower. I was hollering at him. I was like, why aren't you upset? And he's like, what? I, he's like, he said, what? I said, why aren't you sad? And then he like turns off the shower, you know, dries off or whatever. Then he comes out of the shower and he looks at me. I go, bro, why aren't you sad right now? And he, he said something that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. And it might seem super simple, but it wasn't to me. It was one of those moments. It was one of those moments, and it was one of those things that somebody says, and if they say it at the right time, in the right scenario, at the right point in your life, it'll just sit with you forever. And this was one of those moments. I said, why aren't you sad? And he looks at me, he goes, dude, there are seven billion people in the world. Why would I let one ruin my day? And I was like, damn, man. You know, in the inside, I was like, well, because you love her, bro. Like, that's why. But I didn't say that. I was just thinking that. And and it, but and I was like, man, you know, like that's some deep shit. But of course, I'm I'm not gonna sit there and tell him that's some deep shit. I was like, dang, all right, man. Well, cool. You know, sorry. You know, and that just that is one of the five moments in my life thus far that have completely changed my perspective. Anytime I get super upset about something, yeah, you can be super upset. It's cool to be super upset, but you gotta just remember life goes on, man, and people are gonna move on with or without you. The world's gonna keep turning, even if you don't keep turning, even if you don't keep moving forward, everything else and everyone else is gonna keep moving forward. So don't let that one person or that one thing ruin your day or ruin your life because there's seven billion people in the world, seven billion. Honestly, probably like 7.4 billion at this point, but 7 billion people in the world and you're going to let one ruin your day? Fuck, man. I don't know. So I just want to tell that story and that shit just, I don't know, it sat with me and it still sits me to this day. And I'll tell that story until I'm blue in the face to everybody I meet that I ever have a deep conversation with because it's moments like that that just remind me that everything we worry about is so minuscule in the big picture of things. So I especially keep that in mind when I go through certain situations where I feel like I might be struggling or something like that. I keep things like that in mind because it's like, bro, this is just all a part of the process. And that's what it is. I can't get too worried or or, or too worked up about something when I know there's a much bigger picture ahead. You know what I'm saying? And life is much bigger than this one moment or this one person, you know? And, and, you know, when it comes to somebody you deeply, deeply and dearly love, that's something that, you know, take your time if you need to, you know, get through that. Do what you got to do to get through that. But just always remember that as bad as it sounds, other people and the rest of the world is going to keep moving with or without you. So... I don't know, man. Just wanted to share that story with you as well as share this update with you for episode three of the solo cast. It's your boy, Ethan, 17. I said all I need to say for this episode. Stay tuned. We got another episode coming for your head top. Huh? Okay. I don't have a cool outro. I don't even think I can play music on here because it'll probably get flagged for copyright infringement or something like that because I don't own the rights to it like it does on YouTube. But anyways, I'm not even going to test it out because I really want this podcast to stay on here. So thanks for listening once again, guys. I love y'all. Thanks for supporting me. Episode four coming sooner than you think. Peace.